quickly I will be sharing on from a topic service our greatest responsibility service our one our greatest responsibility is one service say service praise service is our greatest responsibility Matthew chapter 20 20 to 28 let us begin to read for the kingdom of heaven, then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her, with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? He asked. She replied, In your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in place, says of honor next to you one on your right and the other on your left but jesus answered by saying to them you don't know what you are asking are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering i am about to drink oh yes they replied we are able Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My father has prepared those places for the one he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indigent. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people, their official flight, their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whosoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whosoever wants to be first among you, become your slaves. 28. For even the Son of Man came not to serve, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah. Jesus said, even the one, the Son of Man did not come to be one. So he didn't come to be served. He didn't come to what? Be served. Praise the Lord. Whosoever among you, but it shall be not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister or your servant. The word minister means servant. Praise the Lord. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came, not to minister, be minister unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. Service, our greatest one, responsibility. Service is our one. Greatest responsibility. Amen. Luke 
as we look in church, in our church, I'm using our church as an example. The, the, there is a saying that many people, many people, many people comes to church or goes to church, but many people never want to serve. They leave the serving part to everyone else, and to a few, they leave service to a few people, and why they just come and enjoy the one, the goodness of the church. Amen. They come, they sing, they dance, they, they yes, sometimes they give, but when it comes to real, the real service aspect of the church, a lot of people don't get involved in serving in the church. Praise the Lord. And the church not supposed to be so. And this is what have destroyed us and what is destroying us as children of God. Because we have taken service, we are taking away service from our from the church. The church no longer a place that people want to serve. Hallelujah. People just want to come, sit down, Enjoy, look at all the things that are happening and go away. But people don't want to serve any longer. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And that is not what you, as children of God, it should not be so among us. Amen. And that's why Jesus made a reference. He said, it should not be so as children of God. As children of God, when we get saved, get born again, and we begin to live for God, get baptized, the next thing we need to do is what? Is to get involved in serving in the church. Amen. Service is important. Amen. 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 Service is what? Important. important. When you get born again, you get baptized. Hallelujah. Amen. Born again and baptized. And well, we, the church has its own regulations. They go to membership uh, class and all these things. And afterwards, we put together what we call the next thing that you need to look for as a child of God is where can I serve in the local church? What can I do for the Lord? Amen. What can I do for the Lord? Amen. Now, of course, God has given us talents. He has given us abilities. But many of us don't, are not using our talent and our ability in the kingdom, in service unto God. And the good news that I have for you and myself, you are going to give an account of it. If the heart of God lacks anything and you have that ability to do it, you sure going to give an account of it in the day when Jesus returns. I'm not scaring you, but you're going to be accountable. You're going to be what? Accountable for that gift, that talent that God gave to you that you can use for the propagation of the gospel, for the use of his kingdom. Praise the Lord. 
where the church has to go outside, if this church has to go outside and look for ability to do. And you have the ability. You are in the church and you have the ability. And you don't do, you're going to give the kind of it. Amen. 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 Why should the church need people from outside to come clean the church when you got people who you don't have the right special skill to, to, to know how to clean? Do you need a special skill? How do you clean your house? You went to school for cleaning your house? No. You didn't go to school to clean your house? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You keep your apartment clean, neat, and nice. Yep. Your house is clean, neat, and nice. Let me again use some of my, like my daughter. Amen. Yeah? Yep. She, she don't want just to be here or anything in your house. Mm-hmm. Yes, but when you come to the house of God, when we talk about when you look at the house of God, I was looking, walking around this morning with me. I'm a very and and I get very mm-hmm. you know, happy yep. when I see yeah. things not as it ought to be. Then people say, "Oh, pastor, it doesn't be like that." <laughs> I was looking at the drums; they're so dirty, mm-hmm. dusty. But we play the drums every Sunday. Just the drum here, constantly. I just make a reference to the drum. <laughs> but the people who play the drum don't even care to clean, keep it clean. I walk around, I walk around taking inventory of things. I do that as the pastor. Yeah. That's why I tell you, say, don't think I don't see things, I don't go. I walk all around, come early. I went in the office, see how the office looks so, this office looks so filthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The pastor's talking on social media. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I went in the kitchen, see how the place there looking so filthy. Yes, and I begin to talk to people about that. We can't keep our place looking like this. I walk in the church, I'm looking at the chairs, you see how these new chairs, you see all kinds of things on it. And water bottles and all those things all scattered all over the place. Just place all, I mean, I said, well, people don't know this is the sanctuary. We don't know this is the sanctuary and we need to keep our sanctuary clean. We have a big building back there, room back there. Praise the Lord. Amen. We got to, we as believers, in no Pentecostal believer or full gospel believer, just treat anything, get in the house of God. I mean, how the temple was kept. You think the temple was kept dirty, filthy? No. People just didn't go and do anything they wanted to do in the temple or in the synagogue of God. But today, when we worship, for gospel people that don't care. They can chew chicken, chicken, and put it all on the chairs, keep the place dirty. Hallelujah. And expect others to do it. Amen. And that's what we were talking because of you on social media, no? But I was talking because we need to, as the church of God, we got to learn to organize ourselves in such a way as a church, as a people, that we are in service. Anything I get my hand finds to do in the church, I must find something in the church that my hands can touch. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Service is very important. Service is very important. Why do you think people are getting, why do you think Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, these guys, why do you think they are getting filter rich? They get the filter rich because of this of service. Yeah, Jeff Bezos deliver Amazon deliver stuff to you. Jeff Bezos getting a call from there. Amen. And you have made you are we all have made him rich. Yes, sir. You know you are made him rich too. Everyone who receive Amazon packet, you have made Jeff Bezos rich. Yes, sir. Hmm? Yes, sir. I hope you understand me. Yes, sir. You know the service that service is primary. The man just took service to run it to you, you reach. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So service is very important. Mm-hmm. Service is important. So this is why I want to, you and myself for the next uh, few months we'll be talking about stewardship and service in this church. In our Bible studies and in our uh, preaching and teaching, we'll be talking and teaching and preaching on stewardship and service. It's important that we understand that we are called to the service industry as the church, as Christians, as believers. Praise the Lord. As Christians, as believers, as children of God, we need our mindset to begin to change. We need to change our mindset when it comes towards the things of God. That, well, God you saved me just to come to church to warm the bench. God didn't save you for that. He saved you to get so that you get involved in the service ministry. Every one of us can get involved in the service ministry in the local church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to look around today. What we see the Lord doing is what we pattern after instead of the world pattering after us. Praise the Lord. The church is more or less pattering after the world more than the world should be pattering after the church. The things that the world are doing are things that we are copying in the church. You go in many churches now, it looks just like this school. Many churches are pattering the prayer churches near like this school. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you want me to say it? Go into the disco and come to the church. Just the way the disco lights are baby, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that just how the church lights are baby, boom, 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 boom. Yeah? I'm not saying you can use light. We use light here, but we, I don't believe in the disco manifestation of lights. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the church is pattering more after the world than the, than, the, than the world should be pattering after the church. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we say, well, we want to make our people feel good. We want to make our people feel good. We want them to feel just the way that they're in a disco when they come to the church and feel the same way. They're so we lost them. That's the mindset of many people because that is why you would do that. Praise the Lord. And that is wrong. We must, we, the church has to set the standard 
The church should always set the standard for the world to follow. That is why Jesus said, We are the salt, you are the salt of the earth. You have to season this polluted, this world that is here. You and myself are the one who's supposed to be the seasoning in it. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Church? Are you following me? That's who we, we should be. But instead, the world has taken control of us and we are patterning after the world. Praise the Lord. The question that comes from following the world is many believers in the church come and they ask this question why should I be a servant? Some people you tell them say, I want you to serve. Why should I serve? Why you want me to serve? Why should I be a servant? I want to be a boss. I don't want to be a servant. Amen. You ask people to serve in the church, I don't want to serve. I want to be a boss. If I can be a boss, I can serve. Because that's the worldly mindset. The worldly mindset. And Jesus said, the prince of this world rules over the people. Jesus made it very clear how the prince of this world, how they treat their people. But he said, it should not be so among you. That's why he told the disciples, it shouldn't be happening among you. Why should I be a servant? What is so good about serving? The next question, what is so good about serving? I come, uh, I mean to, to take care of people, children, that, I mean, I can serve, we know how long the children ministry has suffered, suffered lots for years. Because no one wants to serve. Everybody wants to come and just sit down in church. No one wants to take the responsibility to serve the children. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So service is very important. The question, what is good about serving? I don't have time. Others say, well, I don't have time for it. So many of us use the excuse of time. I don't have time to serve. Praise the Lord. If Jesus said you didn't have time to look after you, what will you how will you feel? I don't have time to serve. Every one of us have, have time to serve. Praise the Lord. That is not an excuse not to serve. You should be, you should we in the children of God should should we should create our own opportunity in the church to serve. That's not the pastor who's supposed to be giving you a responsibility. You should create your opportunity in the church to what? To serve. Amen. You see something lacking in the church that needs to be happening? Create the what? Create the opportunity. And this is why the, the lot of people are not, uh, I don't do create job. People are not job creators because they don't want to create anything because it is hard. And you to create something, you take nothing and make something out of it. A lot of people don't get involved because it is hard. Praise the Lord. But they look at other people who have brought that, the same thing in another church. That person has nurtured it and has brought it out and protected today. And we begin to say, oh, look at the other church. You think for them to have reached that place, 
It was an easy task. Therefore, it was not an easy task. Someone had to sacrifice. Someone had to serve. Someone had to be diligent. Are you following me? Hallelujah. So the book that we see today is because someone was willing to sacrifice to serve. Praise the Lord. If you say, I don't have the time for it. And that's why. Why people strive, why do people strive diligently for high position of power and leadership and for fame and recognition? Why? If people do serve, if people do serve, they serve only because of the prospect of personal gain. Many times people, because when the church not paying me, <laughs> hallelujah. The church will not pay me so so why should I be selling? Eh? Nothing in it for me. I will not get paid. So I can serve. Amen. That's why a lot of people serve in the church. Especially the American church. We have turned to American people. We that you have turned to American people. The reason why we don't serve is because nothing in it for me. We have now gotten a mindset of the world that when I clock in, something will be coming. Yes. If nothing coming, I'm not going to serve. Yes. I will share it with my brother on Sunday concerning service, and I say, well, this position that I got available, it is, it is, uh, we do not pay for the position. <laughs> and I say, he used the word, he used a big word, pro bono. He used, I say, he said, I can serve a pro I said, hey, don't be using that view well on me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Pastor, every time I serve, I, I, I pro. Don't use those legal terms on me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just tell me, say, I always volunteer when I serve. I see myself as a volunteer. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I warn you and myself as God's children. To get this idea that we are called to what? We are called to service. Yes. God is calling us, Jesus is calling us to what? Service. And we should not serve where if people do not serve, they serve only because if people do serve, they serve only because of the prospect of personal gain in terms of money, honor, power, or recognition. So once those things are available, they will have power, they will have recognition, so they make well, I would say, because of those things. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know some churches, then when you want to bone down, then you see yourself as a big place. Uh -huh. Well, I'm in that position, I'm going to be a pastor hard time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why I go for it, but now the book. Is the place that you give a pastor hard time. So when I get there, I know I'll give a pastor hard time. So people fight to get on board. Mm -hmm. yes, Praise the Lord. Yes, yes. So people wouldn't serve because of the power or the recognition that if they do serve, those are the reason and it should not be so. That is the way we are it is done in the world. It is considered demeaning to serve others. And it's considered foolish to serve for nothing. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Yes. For me to serve all, 
to be able to serve someone else is demean me. It is below me. Amen. And you know, I always there are some good things, lessons on that you can see on Facebook. And I saw this clip on Facebook that this woman, she owns or she was a very wealthy woman. She went to the church to clean her every week. And the pastor did not even know that this woman was a very wealthy woman. So one day while he came out of his car, we're going to the car. He has on an old junkie car. Mm -hmm. And he tried to give the woman his card. And you know, sister, I see that you are a faithful person. Give the woman his card. So when the woman turned around and get wake him up, when she, because she was a for a lapper when she went to clean. So she went in her car, when she went in her open her car to bring her own car to get it. He said, Is this your car? And he was stunned to see and with this woman who has so much can come to the church and clean the church. Every week there was a she saw it as a responsibility to keep her church clean. Even though she was a, a big person in worldly world, she had money, she had everything, but she saw it as a responsibility. That is clean for where God's people can come to worship. Hallelujah. God will keep me clean too. Hallelujah. So she saw it as a responsibility and she did her service faithfully unto God. Amen. And I was very impressed with when I, every time I see that video, I'm very impressed. It is considered demeaning to serve others and consider what? Foolish to serve for nothing. You want to tell me I will serve for nothing? No pay in it? Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But Jesus required us to take a different view of service. And this is why he said in, in verse 25, 25 to 27. Let us go back to the scripture. In 25. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over the people. And officials find their authority over those under them. Let us go to 26. But among you, it will not be it. But among you, it will be different. Whosoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus tells us, Lord, you got to have a different mind view when it comes to service. Amen. If you will serve, if you will be my disciple, if you will be part of my kingdom, you must see service as your greatest responsibility. Mm -hmm. Service unto others. Amen. Amen. We come, the church is for serving one another. Worship God firstly and serve one another. That's what the church is all about. We come to worship and enjoy the presence of God, but after that, we must learn that the church is for serving one another. Hallelujah. Amen. Service unto one another. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
the distinguishing mark of greatness in Jesus' kingdom is being a servant. What distinguish you and myself? The mark of greatness in the kingdom of Jesus, in the kingdom of God, is being a servant. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. How well we serve, praise the Lord, is important. So I made this note in my note. After God, after all you say God has done for you, what can you do for him? After you have said God has been so good to you, many of you scream, many of us scream, God has been so good to me. You cry and you all say, God has been so good to me. After we have said God has been so good to us, the question is, what can you do for him? After he has been good to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. What can you do for the Lord? And that is why Luke chapter 12 verse 48 comes in. Where Jesus shared that whom much is given, much is what? Who more is given, more is what? Required. Praise the Lord. But someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished Punish only like it. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. Whom more is given, more is what? Required of that person. God has invested a lot in us. Hallelujah. You, do you know that God has invested a lot in you and myself? Yep. God has invested his time, his talent, his treasures, and opportunity in our lives. Those are the things that God has invested in our life. God has entrusted these things to us to be used for his glory. Praise the Lord. Amen. So may God to invest so much in us. God require more from us. If God bless you more, God require more from you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know some people who God God gave more to they are the people who gave the less because they try to rationalize. You know this is the woman, the account that Jesus sat at the treasure and was looking was standing at the treasure when the poor come to the end. Eh? He said, these, those rich folk gave out of the abundance that they had. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yes, they really didn't give from the heart. But this woman, this widow woman gave from her heart what from what she really didn't she had a little but she was able to give it unto God. Who more is given, more is required. And you find out that people who have more, when it comes to the kingdom of God, you all give less. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I don't know why it's so. <laughs> if you look at a lot of people who have more, that could do more in the kingdom. When it comes to the kingdom, 
they do, they do, they, they always do too much as they should. Amen. Amen. They always try to look at over sister so that way. So since sister so or brother so is not doing so, I can't do myself. Yes, they do if brother so and so or sister so and so is doing proportionally to me. They want but God has blessed you more. Amen. If God bless you, you can give, that's what I'm saying, if you can give 500 or more, give 500 or more. You know 500 is far below the blessings that God has blessed you with. Amen. But because you want to compare yourself, you know you have the ability to give 1,000, 2,000. So well, because sister so or brother so and so is giving 500, so I'll give 500. And that's a wrong mindset. Who more is giving, more is required. And you need to learn to simple. And that is how God will bless you. Because God knows. He has blessed you with more. He knows what He are doing to you. He knows what He is doing in your life. And you know what God is doing in your life. Hallelujah. You can fool us that, you, that nothing is happening in your life. You come and act. Hallelujah. And nothing is happening. Amen. But you can't fool God. You can't lie to God because God is the one who has blessed you for that purpose. Amen. And so at the end of the day, one day you are going to give an account to Him for how you use those resources. Amen. In the parable that Jesus gave in Luke chapter 25, verse 40, 40 to 30, the parable that Jesus gave of the three guys, praise the Lord. Jesus gave a parable in Luke chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. And that parable teaches us to be good stewards of all that God has entrusted to us. Because one day we're going to give an account. Praise the Lord. Amen. I said Luke chapter 25. Luke chapter 25, verses 14 to 10. Praise the Lord. Amen. We surely go to the gate that come. Yep. Jesus gave this parable that this man decided to give talents to his wife, to his servants. He gave talents to his servant. And he went. And the one that he gave five took it and went and multiplied it. More than he gave two, took it and one, multiplied But in one, he gave one two. He said, my master is a wicked man. Amen. Mm-hmm. He said, what? He's a wicked man. He described his master as a wicked man. So instead of you multiplying what was given to him, he went and dropped the ground Hey, he didn't even go on the wild to, to, to the Susu people and give it to the Susu people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You heard this Domino say he gave 100 hours to the Koisi and Koisi now started a new business that she began to do. And that was the wise thing she did. She didn't go and eat that 100 hours quick. And say, well, I know my cousin is still playing that 100 hours. 
Well, I'm for him. Cry in here. I don't know that I will come for him. But he learned that she was, she had, she was trying to multiply all of that. I would be encouraged to say, right, I don't know that I will. Because when I heard the, the group. Hallelujah. Yes. But if you quit, quit and start calling my name or cousin, cousin, I want to go and say you. Hallelujah. I want to go and say you. Hallelujah. You think the man, you think the man that you encourage to smile, you want to say hello, right? You think of my name, you think of I'll be praying for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so that was what the guy did with the wrong time. He would have done it right here. And that's how we, we, we love the other account, but that's how we do in the church. The parents that go here to us, we better it. Some of you in this church, you have abilities in you to serve. And the church is suffering concerning a lot of things, and you just look the other way. Many of you are looking the other way. Things are not in order, and you have the ability to make sure you got in order, and you're looking the other way. So I have that ability. I mean, yes, I got the ability, but I will not do it. That's why you sing. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that is wrong. If God bless you with a with a with a talent or ability, make sure you use it for his life, for his glory. You may be a wonderful ability, but I want to believe to bless the church. Praise the Lord. If you are accountant, this is why I look at a banker, banker the Barua. That knows a banker. I know, I mean, a banker is like you, and that's small man. Hallelujah. <laughs> I know that. So it's not something that I don't know. Praise the Lord. Just be faithful, be committed to the Lord. Do what God requires of you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Make the sacrifice that is required. And God will change your story around the way He wants it. No one come here. I know a lot of people who have, who have been in this country, who came here and were crying, wanted to go down to my grass. I said, don't go down here. Uh, don't go down and stay. That's why I go down and say, don't go down and stay. Things will get better. Now, when things got better from here, I can see you again. I can walk go down and say, no, I'll go down and go down and go down and go down. Oh, but you are crying and you want to go down. Because you came, you are living in Australia now. You see your friends there. You know who you used to be. And people can quit before you leave. That's part of life. That's part of life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's part of what? Life. I went through it myself. 
how we are destroying the kingdom of God. Amen. Causing the unbelievers to make a mockery of the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Because of our attitude of love of our service in Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 and 7, the Bible says that though he was God, Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, <clears throat> we need to follow Jesus' example. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, the Bible says that for though he was a one, though he was God, he taught it not robbery. Who believed in the form of God did not accept robbery to be equal to God. Verse 7, the man himself of no repetition, taking the form of a bone seller and becoming and coming in the likeness of men. To be God. Amen. Amen. Decided to take on the form of a servant. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus dis displayed servanthood in his ministry. And I will conclude with St. John's chapter 13, verse 1 to 13. St. John's chapter 1, verse 1 to 13. And if you read St. John's chapter 13, this was the time Jesus was about to go to Jerusalem to be, to be killed. Amen. And, uh, and he decided that he must have a, a Passover with his disciples. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus made the tour and decided to make preparation for the one, for the Passover. You want to make preparation. Jesus comes to the Passover, sat down, and it was customary in those days that something when you come to the Passover feast like that, when you enter, the first thing, because the road that the water was dusty and all those things, they had water in the basin. Just the way they have water in the bucket. Mm -hmm. In the basin, that there was a servant there that had to wash the feet of those guests that came. Yeah? Wash the feet. But Jesus, at Jesus' banquet, he passed over with his disciples. His disciples, none of them, the basin was there, the water was there, the towel was there, but none of them took the initiative to wash everyone's feet. Eh? None of them took the initiative. Everything was there because that was a customary coming. So Jesus watched around for, you know, his disciples did Everyone was being comfortable in the dairy with the dairy feet walking around. Dirty feet, dirty feet. So Jesus takes the towel and he goes to the basin and he tells each one of them, Come, I need to wash your feet. Hallelujah. Amen. Come, I need to wash. And he washed the feet. But Peter, when Peter came, he said, No, no, you're not going to wash my feet. Jesus said, Yeah, wash your feet. He had no body in his own. He better for the poor man right now to, for me to wash it. Man? Yes. Peter was trying to have a chopper. And he said, Chopper. Praise the Lord. He, he 
And then Joshua was Moses' minister. Joshua was not assistant to Moses. You are not Moses' assistant. He was Moses' minister. You know where I want that's why the work the program Moses on the Moses' minister. It means that he was the one who is originally Moses. Amen. Even though he was a military man or he was like an AD can, one going into the AD can. You may show. So he followed Moses everywhere. He was not assistant. He was a servant to Moses. And God took the servant to become the next leader. Amen. Who God took? A servant to become the next leader. That's how. Because you know, there are lots of things that you learn from the leader as a servant that no one else can learn. The assistants are there anyway. You following the leader everywhere as a servant, you learn a lot of things. And so when God looks for the person who may be qualified, the assistant may not even be qualified, it may be the servant who have been following this person around. That one servant who is important. Are you hearing me? Rise up and serve. Service is our one greatest responsibility. Let us in this church, let this year be a year of service. Let it be a year of one service for us. That we rise up and serve with diligence. We rise up and serve. We not let any opportunity pass over. We use it to the glory of God. May God help us. Father, I thank you for your word today to us. Lord, I pray that this servant could servant attitude, O God, the spirit of servanthood will rest upon us in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for giving us servant's heart, O God, in the name of Jesus. Make us, O God, what you intend us to be to your glory. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Service. The service should be done unto God and only God. Don't let man validate your service, but let God do it. And your service will take you to another level. It will change, it will transform your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Ray, I want to thank you for that message.